belly flop, where you either make a splash and ass out of yourself or both. I am Alex. And I'm CW. Welcome to the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another week of the belly flop. This is CW. And this is Alex. Hope everyone's having a great week so far. It's been, uh, I mean, it's Monday. It, it is Monday. We're recording on Monday, so a little bit later than usual. And I'm having to quarantine my youngest, so I'm working from home. Which adds another layer to the uh, fun. <sighs> Dad, play with me. Dude, I gotta work all day. No, really, play. Yeah, doesn't understand, but uh, he's four. Yeah, he's just enjoying being home. Yeah, so breaking all the mom and dad rules, all the screen time he wants. <laughs> Listen, I need to uh, to actually do this. So here are three iPads. Entertain yourself. He was good when I had like meetings and stuff. He would be quiet, so it wasn't bad. But I got uh, I don't know, ten more days. Yeah, something like that. I he'll be ready to get out of the house by then. Yes, he will. It's kind of stupid. Like the kid apparently tested negative. That's in his class. So I don't really understand why we have to quarantine. But health department rules. So I was say, yeah, it makes if the test was negative, it makes. Zero sense. Yeah, I don't understand it. We're probably not getting the whole story. Uh, I'm sure. The daycare wants to... Uh... Well, the daycare is mad because they've got like a whole class out. So, I mean, we'll still have to pay. I was saying, sure. you're not getting a refund. No, not at all. So, you came in this evening with a very opinionated topic. I did. So, I've fallen into this thing... Where reels on Instagram, where you just scroll through, and it, most of them are very stupid. Some of them are hilarious. A lot of them pretty naughty. The thirst is real on Instagram. But one and TikTok. of the common themes among these people is that they wear mismatched socks. And it's driving you up the wall. These are fucking adults. And their socks don't match. It's 2020. I don't give a shit. People do not have their shit together. These pe- these are people who wear mismatched socks all the time. And that's fucked up. With their Birkenstocks. Uh, it's even worse if you can see them. <laughs> I mean... Okay, now when you say mismatched socks, like... You mean like white and black or tall and short? Like all across the fucking board, man. Okay. Like I saw one... And it was probably the least offensive one of all. It was a white with a white sock on her right foot with puma on it, and the left sock was a black sock with a white U for Under Armour. So, they were both ankle socks, though, at least. But that was probably the least offensive of all of them. <laughs> so, are you upset that there's like opposing brands, or uh... I'm, upset, I'm upset that they don't fucking match? <laughs> like, how, I mean, we are adults here. Are we really? We're supposed to be. I mean, allegedly, yes. I mean, but really. But I mean, who doesn't match their socks? Do you not match your socks when you fold your laundry? I, I do match my socks. I mean, I don't let. I don't even like when Jessica that, does socks. That is also my least favorite activity. Well, I mean, I mean, nobody likes to do it, but Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you should at least color. You know, coordinate. Like, I don't even like to send my kid to school on like mismatch, mismatch day with mismatched socks. Well, that day just drives me crazy. Period. It's tough, but the Mitch, Mitch, why do I keep saying Mitch? Mismatched socks. You can laugh. It's 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 a look. I mean, no, it's it's called fashion. Fucking absurd. No, it's not anti-fashion. They're Gucci socks. 
Oh, they'd probably make them fucking mismatched. Yes, and five hundred dollars. High fashion. That shit's weird, anyway. <laughs> so, out of hours and hours of reels, that's what you. That's what I came away. That's with. what you came away with. It fucking hit me yesterday, the, the, <laughs> and it was on that one. It was on the Puma and the Under Armour. That was the first one I noticed, and then it just got worse. It's a. <laughs> You got people wearing like a tall sock that's like tie-dye and an ankle sock on the other. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Hey, you know, you lose them in the laundry. They disappear. Yeah, that's an, I don't understand how that fucking happens. How do you lose socks in the dryer? Do they just completely fall apart? No, oh, no, they're stuck somewhere. I literally think they end up stuck in like the arm of a shirt and you just never find them. Hopefully like a sweatshirt or something. Hopefully at some point you'll wear the shirt. But like a sweatshirt where it's kind of baggy anyway. So like you just never, you just never find it. I don't know. How baggy are your fucking sweatshirts? I mean, mine aren't that baggy. I'm just, I don't... I don't know, if it's in the right spot in the arm, if you put your arm through, you might not notice it. I don't know. If the heat from the dryer has attached the sock to the sleeve... I'm trying to make something up here to help these people. (laughs) Alex's PSA, everybody. Wear matching socks. And, I mean, do these people just put the mismatched sock, like, do they just have a drawer of fucking... They probably just have a drawer of socks that are not matched at all. Like they just throw them all in there after the fucking laundry and just like... My anxiety. There they go. goes th- through the roof on that. <laughs> I mean, that's just a mindfuck of its own. To quote a friend of ours, you have feelings. Lots on that topic. But I mean, I mean, so like if they lose a sock in the dryer, they just throw the other sock I, in the drawer? How do they know if they, if they lose a sock? Or if you're like, not matching them, do you really know? Oh, these people are fucking wild. Kids these days, millennials, adults, adults, fucking wild, mismatched. So I, of course, I technically I, we're millennials, so I don't know how they do it. Like if if I'm washing clothes and like there's a single sock when I'm done, I'm like fuck. I'll put it on top of the dresser until all of the laundry is done because you have to do like I don't know how many loads we got, and then hopefully it turns up, and then I'll maybe leave it there until the next time we do laundry. Especially with the kids, because those socks end up all over the damn house. So you might find one like underneath the couch later. later, and so you save those. You don't throw them out yet, but eventually they'll go. I don't match them with a mismatched pair. Maybe you should start. Nope. That's how you get famous on uh, Instagram Reels or TikTok. Is that the key? Maybe that could be the key. Jesus. Maybe I just need to talk about that. That is your new OnlyFans, Alex. Mismatched socks. <laughs> you literally get paid by people who stare at you with mismatched socks. Fuck. There's an audience. We lived in a fucked up world. There's an audience for everything. There is an audience for everything. And it's only $9.99 a month. That's crazy. Anyway, the mismatch, I don't understand. And it's everybody. They're all out there. I mean, it's better than some things. Like, when they have mismatched socks, what do their their clothing look like? Is it? I don't know. They're all wearing fucking, like, exercise clothes. Okay. So you're wearing Lululemon and mismatched socks. Probably. And Birkenstocks. The, well, they don't have any shoes on most of the time. They're at home dancing in their bathroom that's three feet by four feet. <laughs> it's a New York apartment. Don't hate. Yeah, that's on Instagram, too. The guy showing these apartments only $2,000. Look, it's got one room. But it's, You can fit a couch. But it's down $2,000 a month due to the pandemic. Crazy. It's a great neighborhood. Yeah. Another thing that uh, possibly makes you go up the wall, which we touched on before, black and brown mixing. It's apparently becoming the th- a thing to do. 
it was always a fashion faux pas, I thought. Back in the day. Why is it not? Still. Times have changed. But have they? I mean, most people haven't left their house since Mar- March. Yeah, so. I mean, they probably haven't done much laundry, to be honest. I mean, do you think people have worn a belt? I wear a belt every day when I wear jeans. True. Which is every day. Yeah. But you also leave the house. Not every day. But I get up and take a shower and... Well, I don't always get up and take a shower, I guess, till later. I take a shower and I put on jeans. You bathe every day. I put on jeans at some point most days. Almost every day. Or shorts that require a belt. I see. Like, if I don't, like, do anything, I don't put on jeans to sit at home and... I gotta keep my pants up. Get attacked by a dog. I suffer from no ass at all, so they don't just stay up. But, I mean, like, you could wear, like, joggers or, like, athletic pants. I mean, I'll lounge around in my, like, basketball shorts... But, like, usually once I shower, I put on real clothes. No. I would put on... I'm the odd one out on this, I know, because I live with somebody who doesn't do that either, so... Yeah, no. And my kids just put on underwear once they get out of the shower, Yeah, and your kids are fine. They're running around the whole day. But, like, I mean, like, I'm not putting on, like, dirty clothes or, like, you know, bad clothes. Right. They're definitely going to be clean. Yeah, they're clean and they're I not shitty clothes. I don't know. I, my jeans are comfortable. Well, I mean, these aren't bad. It's just... And if they're freshly washed, I don't really need a belt. They'll stay up because they're... Yeah, they, they're like... They, the, they, they stretch. And then, yeah, but after like a couple days. Because I don't wash my jeans every time because you're not supposed to. There is no worse feeling than putting on jeans straight from the dryer. Oh, I love it when they're nice and... No, no, no. Not if you're straight from the dryer. The little metal things get real damn hot. Yes. <laughs> Well, not only that, but like when everything is like super fitted and tight, and you're like, "Oh my god, these, like, what have I done?" I like that part. Oh, I hate it. Hate it. Mine don't get like mine like fit perfectly at that point. But anyway, black and brown. I am the, and I think I've said this on the podcast before. At one point, I would change. I would make sure my belt and my wallet and my watch match the shoes. So if I had on black shoes. I had a black belt, black wallet, black watch. Yeah. I've well, I got a w- wallet that is no doesn't have any that it can be go with any color cuz it's actually like a co- threaded colored elastic band thing. Thread wallets. And then I got a gray belt now. Oh, sorry Knox. I wear that with black or any other color other than brown. I wear a brown belt with brown still. And then the watch you know, unfortunately, Apple makes these black faces. Well, they're charcoal. You can't really change that. Or the, not the face, the, the casing of the face. Right. So the watch band gets changed out depending on black or brown. So you're not putting a brown leather strap on that space gray Apple watch? Unfortunately, I have to. I don't have an option. Because you can't get a non-space gray. Well, I'm not buying anything other than the space gray because it looks the best. You could buy the stainless steel. Yeah. I mean, it's only like $300 more. I'm out on stainless steel. So I love good stainless steel. Too shiny. I like the matte finish. Yeah. Is that good? I like the space. Well, the space gray, yeah, it's kind of a matte finish, right? Yeah. Like my phone's the same. No, it's white. Oh. Oh, what the hell? Whoa. (laughs) That caught me off guard. (laughs) I forgot it was white. That's the downside to a case. (laughs) I forgot it was white. My phone is actually... Is it white? Oh, mine still has the glass back. They don't do that anymore, do they? Yeah, they're all glass. Oh. I don't know. It is white. It's clean. Technically, yours is like silver, but it's it's white. I like it. 
But yeah, mine is. I do have a brown leather band that goes on this watch. Mine's whatever this midnight green. Yeah, and that took me a little while to get comfortable. I like that green. Took me a little while to get comfortable with the watch, but you know, I'm getting better about the black and brown. You'll see, probably never see me. Well, I don't know. These shoes have brown. Eh, it's kind of a brown. It's gum. Gum colored sole, which is also tough. When it comes up, the whole sole is that color. Eh, this is just the bottom. <laughs> I can do it. Yes, everyone listening, Alex is fun to take shopping. I mean, I just have particulars. <laughs> He's very specific. Yes, I don't like certain things. But no, I don't. I don't change wallets for every uh, pair of shoes. I don't anymore. Because I have the thread wallet. Don't have to. Um, I, I'm not changing wallets that often. It's too much effort. And this was back like when I had like a legit wallet. You had to like, like unfold the, everything, the pull the cards and... out of everything, try to get your license out of the little clear plastic thing where it like glued to it. Uh-huh. If you well, it's been there for like two years. If you use the same wallet too long, it's like stuck in there. And when you take it off, it's got like the, your picture still in the plastic. Yeah, like most guys don't like change wallets. They keep the same wallet to it like dies and then they get a new wallet. I had like. Until we, we got a new bedroom furniture, when I got a new nightstand, I think in my old nightstand, I probably had like 25 wallets. Are you serious? Yeah. There was like fossils, coaches. I think I had like six fossil watches, five coach watches. Wa- watches. Wallets. I meant fossil wallets, even though I have coach and fossil watches too. And then I had like a, a Toomey wallet, money clip thing. I have a lot of wallets. That's quite a lot. That's a lot of stuff. I got rid of a bunch of them. Now that I got the thread wallets. Yeah, you're, you're, that's your I'm thing. Good. I got two of those. I like them. See, I don't know. I like nice a good compact. Like, front pocket. I like it in the front pocket there. I like got a good card case. Nothing crazy. I could probably get 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 by with one of those, but I like it in the front pocket now. It's got a little, it's got a little nice design on there. Maybe a little LV. I'm going to go old school with like the check size bifold. That like the grandpa's use. Um, I have a buddy in undergrad that had those, and I like them. Yeah, I mean they look cool, but like I don't want that big of a wallet. No, I mean it's like always taking like out of your back pocket, pocket. or yeah. and then, then I don't set on. I don't keep anything in my back pockets because I don't want to sit on it. Because really, that's just more crap to carry though. Yeah, that's what I like about thread wallet. I don't keep receipts. I don't stick. Any, I can't stick anything in there. So I mean, it's just it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, black and brown. It's still not. Still fighting that one. See, uh, it just doesn't, just doesn't phase me. I'm gonna fight it. But would I, you wear a brown belt with black shoes? No. Would you wear a black belt with brown shoes? No. See, you're not into it either. Yeah, but it doesn't drive me crazy. But though. would you wear a tan coat with a black outfit? Yeah. Because I feel like last year the tan coat, like the camel overcoat, was like everywhere. Yeah, but I wouldn't have worn it with black. That's what everyone wears now is black. I wear a lot of black, but I would have made sure that only got worn on days I was wearing brown. <laughs> but then and like navy but pants. But then you and... are not wearing the hot and trendy camel coat. I'm not here to be trendy, man. Everyone's trying to be trendy. That's that why the people trend... are on reels and TikTok with like mismatched fucking socks. <laughs> that trend violates my moral code <laughs> of not wearing brown and black or mismatched socks. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Alex has limits. He's like, huh. Oh, I can't do it. Can't do it. Mismatch. Ah, it's tough. It's an OC. It's got to be an OCD thing. I can see that, yeah. 
It's got to have something to do with that deep down. I mean, I like sort my M&Ms. Excuse me? Yeah, they even taste the same, and I sort those by color and eat them. <laughs> I, was, I was working with a coworker the other day, and I, I was doing that, and she goes, oh, I do that too. And I was like, yes, oh not alone. God. No. Now, like on the Skittles, they actually taste different. So yeah, it makes do. sense. The M&Ms is just, I don't know. Another thing that tastes the same, which I, I learned this, well, I realized this again. Hey, don't eat the metal, Knox. What are you doing? Fruit Loops. Yeah, they're just different colors. They're different colors. Everything tastes the same. But, I mean... Apologize for the background noise. Knox oh, yeah. got a new toy. Knox is... like He discovered a ball under the couch for the first time in God knows how long. Like Fruit Loops. Different colors, same taste. Would you sort Fruit Loops? <laughs> no. Maybe. Really? Because your face... <laughs> I don't... I mean... I'm not going to take that time. Maybe when I get down to what's like a little bit left in the bowl, like one layer in the milk. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Are you drinking the milk afterwards? Absolutely. After okay. I eat like three bowls. I'm making sure you're not a savage. Yeah. I'll definitely drink the milk. You cannot waste cereal milk. No. Period. I don't care if you're lactose intolerant, I mean, you drink that milk. Sugar has dissolved in there. And, yeah. And and by the way, I don't normally eat Fruit Loops. It was like a random thought and then an Instacart impulse purchase. And before you know it, hey. I'm eating Fruit it's Loops for dinner. It's dinner for like two nights, but I'm not like super hungry. <laughs> I like it that way. I like Fruit Loops though. That's good stuff. Good stuff. And I don't eat breakfast, so the only time I eat cereal is at night. So. See, I never eat, I, even as a kid, I didn't eat tons of cereal. I love cereal. That I remember. Love all cereals. I don't know if we talked about that yet. I think, I think we've we talked have. about tricks. Yeah, I think we've talked about cereal the in tricks? general. We talked about tricks not being available anymore. Yes. And we got the picture from the listener uh, that they are available. Yeah. And they still have shapes. I mean, not available, but they didn't have shapes. They are available with shapes still. If you didn't see that on our Instagram, now you know. Uh, but, yeah, black and brown, I'm out 100% still. Eh, like 75%. <laughs> We're working on that one. Yeah, to be determined. Yeah. So, it has been a crazy freaking week in the world of news. It has. An hour ago. According to the Jerusalem Post, an 87-year-old former head of the Israeli space program admitted to aliens. Yeah, I think we read it at the same time. He said the U.S. and Israel have been in communications for years with the Galactic Federation. Yes. They got a secret base. Underground on Mars. Yeah. So Elon Musk does not need to hurry up and try to get to Mars. Elon Musk is from Mars. I mean, obviously. I mean, this is is this not a known fact? I mean, <laughs> where do you think all these fucking crazy ideas come from? He flies home on his little spaceship, comes up with some new shit, uh, comes which back. Which is also a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> Model S 2.0. But uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if this is like an eighty-seven. What is he? Eighty-seven, eighty-four, something like that. It's eighty-seven. Losing his marbles or what? But he, you know, he says that Trump knows about it. And Trump almost, President Trump almost admitted to it. That's what but, he said, right? But the aliens discouraged him from admitting to it because humanity is not ready for the mass hysteria that it would cause. So that's the one big red flag because Trump can't shut his mouth about anything. Right? This isn't a political statement. That's just Trump. Uh, I mean, it probably would have been tweeted, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, at 4 a.m. on the toilet. That's what he does, I right? I mean, but. You know, the government did admit to UFOs this year. Yeah. They kind of dropped it. They didn't really, like, really... They just let uh, it slide out. They let it slide out with some Navy footage. 
I mean, nothing like overly. Just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> just to see how it feels. Just testing the waters. They're just letting those uh, the UFOs lay there. They're just going just gonna to lay it right there. And then Trump came in full force with the Space Force. Yes. Which everyone thought was to weaponize space. Maybe, according to this guy, we've already been getting there. We've already kind of hit the mark. Maybe that's one of the agreements. Maybe. I mean, and I wonder why is it just that the U.S. and Israel have an agreement? I mean, do they like think, oh, these two obviously are the best ones. We have to... Talk to have them. an agreement with them. I mean, Russia beat us to space. Yes. China's right there. Yes. And the, like when you think about space race, which I don't, I guess it's really not the same, doesn't have the same weight that it used to have, but you think US, China, and Russia. Yeah. You don't think Israel. I know Israel's big on technology, but I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't have thought, of course, that could be dumb American. I'm not, not taking anything away from the program. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't know anything about it to take away but, from it. But. An 87-year-old former security chief... Is saying it's real. Is saying it's real. So... I don't know. It was interesting. I mean, that's pretty crazy. I don't know what's going to happen there, but... Yeah, to be determined. We'll see. Another crazy thing in the news. Well, go ahead. Oh, well, actually... Pornhub's back in the news. Pornhub's back in the news. This time, it's it could be bad news for them. I mean, their credit card processors are talking about taking away... The ability to use Visa and MasterCard. Yeah, they lost PayPal last year for the same reason. So apparently there was an article in the New York Times talking about um, CASM, no, CSAM, child sexual abuse material and sexual assault and revenge porn, where it's basically non-consensual porn, uh, being on the site and all that. So now Visa and MasterCard are both talking about yeah, we're going to look into this this time. So it's going to be interesting to see because that's how everybody pays for their premium subscription if they have it. I was going to say, but how many people pay for premium? I mean, dumb people. You get free <laughs> porn and you get lots of, I mean, more than you could ever need. I was going to say, need. the internet is like majority. I mean, if you're going past page like two, you spend way too much time on that site. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, let's think about it. You're you're in there for a job to do, and if you're a, you should be efficient and get the job over with. But it's a community. Yeah, yeah it's well, a community of users. Yeah, but you're there for a job. Performers, you got something to do, take care of, <laughs> or else you'd be making your own performance. Valid point. Valid point. But anyway, so that's they're back in the news. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, that could be. I mean, that could be a major. Below to uh, what's it? What are the what's the company? Mind Geek. Mind Geek, and that article was talking about how they own quite a few other. They own literally like every money making porn product in the world. They're a Canadian company. Canadian based. It was. It was. I remember this coming up a while back. It's it's some guy that's only like thirty years old that owns this whole thing, but he like bought all like he put the porn industry, like I guess porn sex workers, whatever they're called. I feel like, to me, that term is like prostitution. But I guess you're getting paid to have sex. I don't know. I'm not going to go there. But I guess he like really damaged the porn industry. So there was a lot of flack against Pornhub back in the day. Okay. Still is from the porn industry itself um, because they give it away for free. 
So you can't really make any money if you're giving away for free, except they charge $5 for premium content or $10, whatever you pay. I don't know. Uh, I don't have a subscription, so I don't know what it costs. I, I'm just reading the article. Yep. So anyway, could be bad news for them. I don't know. Yeah, that could be a blow. But also, for anyone tired of the craziness that is happening in the United States, Alex has good news for you. You've probably seen this on Facebook, or for some reason it shows up on my Facebook all the time. You can become a lord. The ad is something like, become a lord, buy a property in Scotland, or some, I don't know, Ireland, somewhere over there. And it's like, for $49.99, you can buy one square foot of property, and then you're a lord if you own land over there. So you get the royal treatment. I don't don't know why you would do this. Sounds like a way for someone to get $49.99. Yeah, of my money. Yeah, so I, I I did some math, okay, on this. It's a fucking brilliant idea if you can get people to do it. Let's uh let's just run through this numbers real quick because I'm about to do this myself. All about the numbers. So forty nine ninety nine. So we're gonna say fifty dollars for a square foot of land. You become a lord, whatever. Blah blah blah. So one acre has forty three thousand five hundred and sixty square feet in it. Okay. So, in the United States, an acre, you can get it varying, but we're going to say $30,000, right? So, you go pay $30,000 for an acre of land. If you can sell every square foot on that acre, that is $2,178,000. Take out the $30,000 you paid for it, minus some legal fees, because you got to deed all that stuff, and some cost there. I'm going to say that's roughly $2.125 million in profit. It's not a bad... uh... Not a bad scheme. Uh, minus the $10 they're paying to promote the shit on Facebook every week. <laughs> but, you know. I mean, is it like... I don't know. They got famous people doing it or promoting it. I'm sure they're paying them a shit ton of money. Yeah. Fire fast. I mean, we all saw how that went. Yeah, but it's like... I'm Like, my thought. My first thought was, okay, this is some Joe Schmo who has an acre or two acres or, you know, 300 acres of land. He's like... It's worthless. It's a hillside, mountain, whatever. He's like, I'm going to sell that shit for 50 bucks yeah, an acre. Yeah, you want property in Scotland? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. I mean, it's literally an impulse buy to a T. I mean, 50 bucks. I mean, it's 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 right at that I have break spent point. more money on dumber shit. Yeah, it's right at that break point where you're like, and they price it $49.99. So it's hmm. not $50. But you still got to do your credit card processing fee in there too somewhere. Yeah, because I'm sure they're not paying that. Oh, no. <clears throat> they're passing that on to you. But anyway, I, I just think it's hilarious. I'm going to become a lord. <laughs> Sir Alex. Lord Gothrop. That's how you must refer to me from Ch- now on. Of Chesapeake. Yeah. That's how you must refer to me. Why does it make you say that you can buy one square foot of property in Scotland for the less money than one share of Brewdog, which is a brewery technically based from in Scotland? Scotland. Well, uh, I'm assuming it's shitty land. <laughs> You're and actually buying a one square foot of a sheep pasture <laughs> or a graveyard. <laughs> yeah. No, that shit's expensive. <laughs> In the That's US. $1,000. Everything's foot. expensive in the US. That's true. But anyway. Like, hey, just, we can, you're going to die one day. We can turn that into a multi million dollar business. I thought that was a funny, uh, not dying. The bi- yeah, becoming the bi- a lord. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess they do that with funerals and they make more money. So, or with funerals, with uh, graveyards. Uh, I don't know. I did learn the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery. Really? Recently. Why? Uh, I don't. It was a meme or some shit. Uh, I don't know if it's accurate either. 
I didn't look it up. Well, then it probably I accurate. read it, and it's probably true because it's on the internet, damn it. Actually, one of the uh, adults wearing mismatched socks told you <laughs> the difference. <laughs> so, therefore, it is the freaking truth now. Probably where it came from. But it one is attached to a church, and one is not. Okay. I'm going on a limb here because I can't remember wholeheartedly, but I'm going to say cemetery is attached. you staring at the socks. Yeah. <laughs> Cemetery is attached to a church just because it's a fancy fucking word. Graveyard's not. See, I would say reverse. You think, well, maybe because it's a yard of a church because full a of lot, graves. Yeah. Because a lot of the cemeteries in our area are not near churches. Well, 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 Mr. Smartass. But hello there. Out. Let's go with Mr. Google. Yep. Cemetery. But that would make sense because graveyard. there are, when I was in Iceland two years ago, a lot of the churches had um, graveyards attached to them. Okay, it says, the word cemetery, from the Greek, whatever the fuck that means, means sleeping place, whatever, I can't read that, I don't know how to pronounce that in Greek, (laughs) it's got a lot of letters that I don't recognize, Uh, implies that the land is specifically designated as a burial ground and originally applied to the Roman catacombs. The term graveyard is often used interchangeably with cemetery, but a graveyard primarily refers to a burial ground within a church. Okay. You were correct. I was incorrect. Yes. I was going with the fancy word. But uh, anyway, that's the difference. Just uh, That was a sidetrack. We got off track there, but anyway. We're good at that. We're going to be a lord. Forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, when we're you're write that when off. When you were royalty, you can be off track. Lord Bellyflop. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna buy. We're gonna buy a plot in the company's name. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so uh, more randomness. I was listening. This actually, I should have said this earlier with the uh, space comment. Yeah, I jumped the gun. I was listening to a. Uh, you were excited. It's all right. I was listening to a uh, fun podcast up in the air with Ian Agrimis earlier. Um, talking to a guy who used to work for, uh, uh, I believe, a subsidiary of Virgin Galactic, and uh, basically talking about the features of space tourism coming up. And if you have a quarter million dollars and a desire to leave Earth, you can do it. Yeah, let me just write that check. Yeah. Just don't cash it till I'm gone. Just don't cash it. <laughs> Well, apparently there's like a backlog of like seven or eight hundred like people ahead of you, so you got What's some time. What's the cost to get number one? They can only, they can only. Well, uh, the U.S. He said the U.S. paid NASA paid Russia ninety million dollars the last time they needed to put a U.S. astronaut on, in the space station because the U.S. did not have shuttles active for the mission. Are they paying SpaceX that much? SpaceX is because they just sent some astronauts. They did. Twice. No, I think they're I think they're paying a lot less. A lot less. Well, they just got eight hundred eighty-five billion for for doing or million eight hundred eighty-five million to do broadband internet. SpaceX. Yeah. Did. Elon's all over the fucking planet. Yep. Because he's from Mars. But anyway, so but this isn't you know they're not really going to space, right? That's what you're telling like, me. They were talking. They're calling it like suborbital. So you're like not technically in the planet's orbit like you would be if you were in a super, in a shuttle. Um, the planes are smaller, require less fuel. So you're so you're spending two hundred and fifty thousand dollars minimum to quotes go to space without For going to space. Five minutes. Yeah. So it's literally like so you. Well, technically, like you're leaving, you're going to space. You're just not. Going well, as far as like, well, it's like the government astronauts can go. They just released like the right stuff 
on Disney Plus. It's like uh, about the Mercury Seven, first American astronauts, mm-hmm. um, and that's like the first American astronaut in space really just kind of broke into orbit for like the peak of the flight. Yeah, you're there for like no time, floated around for a second, came right back down. Because most of the and there's thing like Virgin Galactic will use. Um, um, like instead of like doing the completely vertical Rocket. launch, they do more of a horizontal, uh, which uses less fuel. And it's a lot less G-forces. And, and it's less G-forces to where like people actually do not get as sick. So you basically just take, they don't have to go through astronaut training. They just take a plane and fucking fly it all the way up into the damn space. Basically they take a very nice plane. Fly it into space. And they fly it into space. A modified spaceship of ah, some sorts. Playground for the rich and famous. Yes, but if you have a, if you have a quarter million dollars, if you're even thinking about perfect. doing it, yeah, exactly. Y- you got too much money. Yeah, exactly. Take us. But uh, yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. Never be there. But no, I'm, I'm I'm good. I'll wait till that shit's on budget. About a Walmart <laughs> Spirit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want the Spirit. Thank you for flying Allegiant. What? Spirit space. Your spacesuit is actually extra, and we're going to charge you to uh, check it, please. Yeah. Oh, you want gloves? That'll be eight thousand dollars extra, please. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah. And to round out today's random ass news, news. go for it. <laughs> Break dancing is going to be an Olympic sport, ladies and gentlemen. Alex Gothrop, possible future Olympian. This was fifteen years ago. Eh, give or take, twelve years ago. You should probably go ahead and start the GoFundMe for your medical bills uh, from the uh, attempt of you. Go back to college, keep practicing. I could be there. It's gonna take a lot of cheap beer. Uh, the problem with beer is you get a little bit too relaxed. You uh, you might miss on a flip, which I've done before. Hit your head on the ground. <laughs> gets a little gets a little crazy when you get drunk. <laughs> Uh, and I don't think they're going to let me drink at the Olympics while I'm doing it either. So I better be really because I've heard the Olympic Village. I've heard the Olympic Village is like a giant party. Yeah, but then I'll just be hung over while I'm trying to compete. But you're dancing. It's not like you're on a horse trying like doing the equestrian events or yeah. And I'm a white guy. I better be drunk to dance. Like high diving off of something. It's going to be won by some b boys. That what they're called? Break dancers. They're called b boys. Or a girl. No offense. That's just what it's called, I think, back in the lingo days. That's what I learned. Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with this at all. you never seen Electric Boogaloo? No. Are you serious? Yes. What about Breaking like, 2 or something? Electric Boogaloo, Breaking 2? That's the name? I think I'm pretty... Uh, look, we got to Google. You've never seen this? <laughs> no, I have oh. never seen this. I, I was into the breakdancing scene, <laughs> Apparently <my> so. <laughs> oh, that's all they do is breakdance in this thing. Are you serious? Electric Boogaloo. There it is. Electric Boogaloo. To break into Electric Boogaloo. So what was the first one called? <laughs> yeah. Shabadoo. Uh, no. This, this The dude's, the lead dancer's name is literally Shabadoo. These were not on my uh, childhood, teenage year. Ice-T was in it. Listen to the music. I've never watched the... Uh, yeah, Break Into Electric Boogaloo, 1984 America comedy drama musical. Have to add that to my Netflix queue. You should. I have seen it. <laughs> he actually owns it on Blu-ray. Break In came out in 84 as well. Um, apparently, they released both back-to-back. <laughs> Interesting. Well, in the 80s, what you had to maximize. 
Oh, man. That's kind of like the 80s version of Step Up. You remember oh, those yeah. movies? Yeah, I remember, yeah. That was like breakdancing, right? Uh, yeah. Step. Yeah. Step dancing. Breakdancing. We'll go with, yeah. Similar. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. I'm going to be an Olympian. <laughs> <laughs> Not. You're, so you're saying there's a chance. 13, 14 years ago, maybe. Today, no. I'd roll an ankle just walking onto the floor. (laughs) That's a valid point. Yeah. Well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, basically randomness. Yep. It was fun. Yeah, it's been been fun to record. So, uh, everyone, have a great week. Have a safe safe week. Uh, Subscribe, rate, review. Follow us on our socials. We uh, we're now on Facebook. A few of you have liked it. Yeah, I think we're up to like ten likes on Facebook. Add us on Facebook. Give us crap. Uh, interact. Do something. It's fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll try we, to interact we, back. We, we enjoy the messages. And uh, go look at all the people with mismatched socks on reels. It's fucking annoying. It's gonna no, don't. It's just gonna give you a, give you a complex. <laughs> Everyone have a great week. See ya.